From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, September 16th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Pope Benedict arrives in Britain. He's been warmly welcomed by some and openly despised by others. You know, the Pope says that no woman is fit to be a priest. He says that gay people possess a tendency towards evil. These are shocking anti-humanitarian teachings. Also ahead, whatever happened to Mexico's Zapatistas? They're no longer waging war. These days, their focus is grassroots development. Plus, what life is like for dogs in Istanbul. Now, this news. BBC News with David Austin. Pope Benedict has urged Britain to stay faithful to its Christian roots, even in an age of religious disbelief. He was speaking at an open-air mass in the city of Glasgow on a state visit to Britain. David Willey was at the mass. The Pope received a rousing welcome from an enthusiastic crowd of over 50,000 people. But, as he reminded his congregation, there were fewer people present than when his predecessor, the late Pope John Paul II, celebrated Mass here nearly 30 years ago. The Pope immediately returned to a theme that he intends to hammer home during his four-day state visit, that Britain must remain faithful to its Christian roots, even during an age of disbelief. In earlier remarks, Pope Benedict acknowledged that church authorities were too slow in responding to revelations of child sexual abuse by priests. The French president, Nicolas Sarkozy, has had sharp exchanges with the European Commission president, José Manuel Barroso, over France's expulsion of hundreds of Roma migrants. He confirmed that they'd argued at a lunch for EU leaders after an EU commissioner's earlier comparison between the expulsions and mass deportations during the Second World War. With more, here's Juana Lungescu. Lively debates are not unheard of at EU summits, but this seems to have been livelier than most. Several sources said President Sarkozy shouted that he was defending the honour of France. He laid most of the blame on the Justice Commissioner Viviane Redding, calling her reference to World War II outrageous and shocking. Mr Barroso admitted exaggerated remarks had been made, which Mrs Redding has since publicly regretted. But he said it was time to move beyond what he called useless rhetoric. Official figures in the United States suggest the number of Americans regarded as living in poverty increased by nearly 4 million in a single year between 2008 and 2009. The U.S. Census Bureau says one in seven Americans is now poor. Mark Mardell reports. The Census Bureau's figures for 2009 show for the third year in a row poverty in the world's richest country is continuing to rise. The Bureau says it's the most significant increase since 2004 and the sharpest jump in poverty since 1994. It indicates Americans of Asian origin are the richest, black people the poorest. It's hardly surprising that poverty was rising last year as the economic crisis continued to bite. More disturbing are figures that have been released today showing more American homes were repossessed last month than at any time since the financial crisis began. The major industrialised countries have agreed to cancel Liberian government debts worth more than a billion dollars. The decision was taken by the group known as the Paris Club, which issued a statement welcoming Liberia's determination to implement measures to reduce poverty. World News from the BBC. 
The security forces in Mexico say they've killed 19 people in a seven-hour gun battle in the northeast of the country. The soldiers say they returned fire when they were attacked at an illegal roadblock 100 kilometres east of Monterey. The authorities in Burma are barring several areas of the country from taking part in the general election in November, a vote already described by critics as a sham. State media said polling would not take place in a number of townships in five states where they said the vote would not be free and fair. Here's Vivian Marsh. It isn't clear exactly how many of Burma's several hundred constituencies have been erased from the vote, but they're in five states, mostly along the eastern and northern borders, which are all home to armed ethnic groups. They've been resisting the Burmese government's attempts...